are you emotionally available? And it's not just for single people, by the way. You hear that a lot, you know, like you're on a dating app or whatever, like uh, emotional availability or hey, I really want a partner that's emotional, emotionally available. What does that mean? Something we're going to discuss with Leah today on our Mental Health Monday. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's going on? How are we? Welcome to this uh, this little podcast we do every day. I hope that uh, you enjoy it. I hope that you are. Um, mm-hmm. Hope you're good. I'm trying to redo the beginning of the show. You can't tell, but it feels weird not to fall into my pattern of welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. It just feels, uh, feels weird not to do that. So... Anyway, three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. We have three principles, and that means you live your life out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. It, does John have any say in what's going on in his own household, or is this just a you and Maggie kind of thing? <laughs> you mean as far as the furnishings? So, yeah. So, I we have our family call once a week. It's, it's mm-hmm. Sunday mornings, and... Today, my mom was talking about how she just goes out and basically saw some furniture. Was it Pottery Barn? You saw some? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you thought, oh, my God, Maggie would love this. And she calls Maggie, and Maggie's like, hey, you want this? And then she's like, yeah. And then it just comes in the house. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I wish somebody would just bring some furniture in my house without saying a word to me about it. Like. Uh-huh. I don't know if John, let me actually call Maggie about this because I don't know if that's an issue. Like, is that, is that a discussion that is had when it comes to furniture and what's been brought into the house or if that's just a, you're not going to be know. able to talk to each other. I don't know what happens on their end. Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> you deal with it. Hey, hey, we're talking about how you and mom just buy furniture and bring it in the house. Um, <laughs> does John have any say in that or do you just do it without him like having any say whatsoever in this? John's sitting right here. Um, he doesn't usually have a say. <laughs> I mean, don't you think you should like run that? Like, I was just listening to the conversation this morning. I was like, I feel like now that y'all are married, that needs to be a conversation piece of like, hey, what do you think about this? You think you want this to go in the bedroom or do you not? Like, <laughs> well, it kind of is. We've been looking for bedside tables for a while. And does he even like it? Yeah, he likes it. Oh, he loves it. <laughs> Do you make him what? Does he just tell you that because no. he's scared to say otherwise? No, he really I, loves it. I, I just, <laughs> I think he doesn't really truly care as long as there were bedside tables there. He's happy. Okay. All right. He doesn't care about the decor or the look. Okay. Well, as long as it's just an understood <laughs> thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Do you talk to dad about that? Like that's my sister, by the way, in case you're new to our podcast, that's my sister and her, uh, her husband now. Um, yeah. do you, do you do that mom? Do you like talk to dad about before you just bring furniture in the house? Like I, I swear to you, I would not, uh, uh-uh. like even I, I don't give my ex-wife a lot of credit, but if she would at least like send me pictures of stuff and she'd be like, what do you think about this? Now I don't know if I actually had a say in it, you know, it's more of just like a courtesy ask versus yeah. like, this is going in our house, you know? <laughs> If you don't um, like it, she'll convince you that you do like it. Yeah, like when you, but you, you go to the, you go to the thrift shop all the time and buy stuff. Do you ever ask Dad like what he? Well, what he yeah, wants I mean, in the house I'm and bi- what he does. Big things. I mean, I did show up with that, you know, green chair and ottoman, unbeknownst to him. But yeah. it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of going in my space in my library. So 
But how much stuff do you think you run by him before you just bring it in the house? I'm, I'm honestly curious this with like any relationship, like with, um, you know, in, in your relationship, do you have to do, do you say anything to your significant other? Like, are you like, Hey, by the way, I really like this. And I think we'll look good in the house. What do you think? And then they actually get a say, or as, uh, as the designated person, I won't even say if it's the man or the female, but like, do they, you know, do they get a say or do you just do it? Now, I don't know that most guys would care. Um, but I personally would kind of want to have a conversation about it before it just happened. Yeah. No, on, on big things we do. Like, I wouldn't go out and buy a sofa without him knowing it. Yeah. No. I mean, on, on, on big ticket items, if you will. Like anything over a, a couple hundred bucks I would talk to him about. I'll be curious on how common that is because the way you guys were talking this morning i was like oh it doesn't sound like john had much of a say at all in this he just kind of got <laughs> surprised here's some bedside table and some guys may not care but i i genuinely would care and i don't know why but i would like i i don't know i want to like maybe because i've got an okay sense of taste when it comes to yeah or i like my enjoy, sense of taste you know yeah, like I, you enjoy I kind of enjoy shopping around for stuff at your house yeah maybe that's the difference some yeah. guys probably just don't give a shit but like i'm yeah, just genuinely no. curious if if everyone's relationship is like that 888 kramer 8 if you want to hop on the phone with us 888 kramer 8 um like in your relationship do you ask before now if it's a close that's one thing like it is what it is it's closed mm. but like mm. i'm saying like shared space items like is that a, a conversation piece or do you just delve in and like it is what it is because it sounds like that's kind of what's happening i think that's going to be kind of like maggie and john's life though <laughs> i think maggie's going to get a lot of the say and john's just going to have to smile that is kind of how they are yeah he yeah, just wants her to be happy and I almost wonder if I had a relationship like that, would it have gone better? Because I feel like my ex-wife and I were both kind of like the, I want to make the final call kind of people, you know? Like, John doesn't seem like I want to make the final, I I, I don't know him that well. I mean, I've talked to John for a total of maybe two hours my whole entire life, you know? (laughs) Uh, But I am. No, that's not true. They spent a whole week with you. But we didn't see each other that much. They were gone a lot. Like we really no, haven't well, spent a ton true. of time together. Like a couple true. meals here, a couple meals yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I like yeah. him. Um, oh yeah. But, I mean, wonderful. it could be it could be completely different behind closed doors, you know. But it just seems <laughs> like that Maggie is the my sister is like the like I'm calling the shots kind of person, and that's it. In hmm. with you and Dad, I don't know. It seems like Dad's more the I call the shots. But that was like back in the day. I don't know if it is now, but you don't. When it comes to like furniture, I mean, who do you think calls the shots in the family still? You think it's still dad? It depends on what it is. About yeah. golf carts, yes. <laughs> I think at like a certain age, no. I feel like a certain age <laughs> and so, so long, eventually you just kind of like split apart again. You know, like you're going to kind of <laughs> do your own separate things more or less. Because as, as you get older, I feel like you just kind of want your own stuff, your own space, and you don't well, really you care. you kind of understand each other too and, yeah. and know what the other one likes and doesn't like and you know, well, what I'm just genuinely curious. Like, if I were to be more of the whatever person, like the you know the B type personality, mm-hmm. um, versus my ex wife and I were both, I would say the you know used to having our way, used to getting what we want, um, used to kind of calling the shots. Like, would that could that have worked out better? I don't know that you can have two call like call shot callers. You know. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know that you can because I would say for you know when we were younger, you weren't the shot caller. I mean, Dad was always the shot caller, and you were yeah. just kind of like the whatever. Yeah. Um, I just don't know that you can have two shot callers in a relationship, and it and it work. I mean, I think I'm I'm you know pretty much proof of that. 
Mm-hmm. That if you try to put too many people that want to do too many different separate things, you kind of grow apart. You know, it's almost like you need somebody that's just kind of go with the flow, just wants a plan, and you got to need a person that wants to put a plan together. You know? Yeah, I think sometimes though, like in my case, I think I was smart enough to make to to um, make Dad think. Did yeah. Dad think he was making You have a way of doing that too. Uh-huh. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, but maybe not always. I don't know. No. I'm just just thinking out loud here. Just thinking out loud. Like, yeah. mm, interesting. Hmm. Um, I am in the middle of the biggest scam I've ever tried to pull off in my whole entire life. Almost so bad that I feel guilty about this. And I can tell mm-hmm. you, I pulled off so many scams in my life, like <laughs> low key scams. You know what I mean? Like a low key scam to me is like a. Um, uh, a coupon is expired, but you just happen to rip off the date. You know what I mean? Like that's a low yeah. key scam to me. Yeah. Uh, this one that I somehow convinced myself to get into last night. I, I mean, this is this is literally fraud at its finest. Uh-oh. And I want to <laughs> run this by you, and you tell me if I should go forward with this or if you would bail out on this. And there it may actually be somebody with some insight on this because <laughs> now I'm just gone in way too deep. Okay, so. <laughs> In case you don't know, I'm going to be in San Diego in a couple of weeks. I'm going on my first like real vacation, like vacation, vacation since God, Lord, Lord knows when the Florida trip, the weekend was cool. But like this is I'm going for 10 days. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to be the 15th. I leave I leave at 9 p.m. on the 15th um, and I get into San Diego at uh, at like 11, I think at 11 West Coast time. So it'll be 2 a.m. my time. It's crazy. It's super crazy, but I just don't want to waste any time. So me and Kiki are going to pack it up, head on over to San Diego Aww. for a week. Uh, and I get back on the 26th. So we're going to have, just FYI, mm. the week of the 19th, we won't have shows. Maybe we'll do some more of the um, essential shows. Hmm. Um, so I uh, my plan was because rental cars are so expensive right now. I looked it up. There was, it was like $970 to get a rental car for the whole time that I was there. And I was like, it's a lot of money. Like I bet I could just Uber a lot cheaper and have just my friends drive me around and whatever. I'll just kind of bum around. Right. Cause I'm like a thousand dollars. Like that's kind of, that seems like a, that seems like a waste. Cause I flew with points and they, like I told you the flights were expensive anyway. I mean, it was like right. $600 one way. I think 400, I think it was a thousand bucks round trip. I just Crazy. did it in points though. Uh, and so long story short, I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to get a rental car. No big deal. And I'll just figure it out. But I mean, obviously I'd much rather have a rental car cause I'm so much of a, like, I, you know, me introvert. I want to leave. I want to leave. I don't like to be, in, I don't, I never like to be in control. I mean, I always like to be in control of the leaving situation <laughs> and not having a car is like an anxiety point for me. So I'm like, you know what? If I have, if it comes in and I've, I've been checking the last couple of weeks, but it just keeps, it stays high, eight, $900. I'm like, no, it's not worth it. So I'm on TikTok last night and somebody on there is sharing the corporate ID codes for Hertz. Okay. Oh my God. And they're like, hey, look at this. You can use these corporate codes and get a way discount on there. And I was like, huh, interesting. I wonder if that would work for my San Diego trip. So I typed in the code that was on the TikTok video. And my car rental went from like $970 to like $370 for that time. And I was like, dang, okay, IBM. Like it's it's the IBM, um, (laughs) it's the IBM uh, travel code, corporate ID. Okay. And I'm like, dang, man, like that's (laughs) $600 difference. That's now, do I work for IBM? No, but I mean, 
is there a chance they might call me on this? I don't know. So I went ahead and booked it, you know, and then here, when I do low key scams though, like I get some level of anxiety, you know, <laughs> like, but this one to me was kind of like, damn, like I, that'd be real bad if I get there and they're like, you know, well, what's the, what's the corporate password or something, you know? Or so I started, they want to see your ID. Well, that was it. So I started doing some research cause I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to have to show any kind of proof of uh-huh. this. Yeah. And so they said, yes, you may, there's like, so there was a whole discussion board on this. Most of the people said no, but some people said, yes, they have been stopped and been ha- asked for some type of identification that you work for the company before you go. Right. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm not gonna let this stop me. I'm not gonna oh, let this stop no. me. I literally went on and I made some fake IBM business cards. No, you <laughs> With with my name on them (laughs) in in the chance that I were to get stopped. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the way I feel about this is that if I, if I'm going to go, I mean, like it's, it's the wrong thing to do. Right. But it's, it was the wrong thing to do starting at using a code that's not mine. Right. (laughs) That's right. So it's not getting any wronger. I feel like. To like Jeez. make the fake business cards, right? <laughs> That's the way I started thinking. And like, here's the thing: if I if I've already de- decided to do the the not right thing here, like uh-huh. I might as well go all in. <laughs> in the case that I do get stopped, like yes. I really definitely don't want to have to get turned around uh-huh. and, and be like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know to use the code." Like I've already decided I'm I'm in, right? I've already decided I'm going to be dishonest that I work for IBM. <laughs> oh, so I literally made a fake business card. <laughs> oh, there God. used to be a play an IBM. Um, office in Baltimore. So I took that address. I called the phone number. It was inactive. So I found a 800 number that kind of leads you to this weird tree, you know, phone tree you'll never be able to get through because there's just too many options. (laughs) And then I made a fake email address because I I looked up like the email addresses they use Uh at IBM. So I'd have Uh the same, like the at, so I put like S Yancey at I think it was like us.ibm.com or something like that. <laughs> and I put my oh, job, I, like, I need something that's like vague that no one's going to ask any questions about. And so I put Stephen Yancey, web business um, development. And I was like, I don't know the fuck that means. Nobody knows what that means. Like, nobody knows what that means. Like, no one's asking <laughs> questions about that. So. <laughs> oh, I hope someone that works for IBM is listening well, to this. I just need some insight you on this because, and then, because literally and this morning, what? I don't, I don't know. I was, I must've been bored last night because I literally <laughs> woke up this morning. Like, what did I just do? <laughs> I've got 25 IBM business cards. I stole the logo <laughs> off Google. I've got them coming. They'll be here on the ninth before I leave on the 15th. Okay. Oh, God. And I'm just like, I don't know if I should go through with this or not. Oh. And obviously I can't talk about this on the radio show because they already like, don't trust me enough. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you don't need enough scammy I can get sometimes with deals. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, Mom, th- thoughts on all that? Oh my God. I just don't know what to think. I mean, it's obviously a big con. I mean, yes. I is mean, it but it was already but con by using the coupon code that's not mine. You know, like that's where the con started. It does. I don't think you can get any connier. Like, I think you're either con or you're <laughs> not con. Is it hurting anyone? No. Yeah. Doesn't hurt anyone. I mean, they're charging so much for rental cars right now. I don't know. Would you go? I mean, it's a lie. It's definitely a lie. It's a dis. And as I'm sitting here last week, being like, "Don't lie to one another." We should all be honest. I'm really big on that. And And now I'm over here. It's impossible not to lie. I'm literally committing fraud. This is like (laughs) I'm like presenting myself 
as someone that doesn't even work. But like, is it any different by having the business card or not? I don't know that it is. I really don't know. Because if I, yeah. let's say I were to go up there and like, do you work for them? And I said, yes, it's just as fraudy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're it's, already it's defrauding yourself. It's so, a lie. I, I need to know a couple of different things. Number one, anybody used a corporate ID code before that you didn't, a company you didn't work for? And how did that go? Um, did they ask you for identification? What? Number two is, did you, um, <laughs> did you, uh, do you work for a rental car company or have you ever worked for one to know somebody that has? And like, is this going to be an issue? Because what I don't, what I, the only thing that I read up on was that you may have to, it's like, if you get in a wreck, you're basically screwed because your insurance is going to be void because basically you don't work. You know what I mean? Like it goes through the company. And so like you're screwed. Um, so that part's a little, but you know me, I'll, I'll take a lot of chances for $600. That's $600. Mm. Did you ask about a VA discount? I didn't, but I'm not going to be able to get $600. And I, I honestly would feel better about lying that I work for IBM than getting a VA discount. Really? My dad's a veteran, you know, and I always feel so shitty asking for discounts because I'm so, like, I didn't do anything. I wasn't even born when this was happening. No, it's, but I, I'm but not you, even like, I'm not even the person that had to move around the country. Like no, I didn't, I literally had nothing a, to do with you it. You now have a dad that has prostate cancer. But yeah, and he should get every benefit Orange. in the world, you know? Like, that's nothing yeah, to do that with me. that affects you. I can't. Honestly, to me, I'd rather I'd rather go to them and look them in the eyeballs and say, I'm the, I am the CEO of, of IBM <laughs> than <laughs> to ask for a, a, a military discount because oh. I just, I don't know. Oh. If I had, listen, like if, if as a kid I had to move around the country, especially, you know, if I was a spouse, I can't. I can't. I really, mm. I genuinely can't do that. Now that leads me to scam number two. Oh um, no! So there's that. But it it's funny you just mentioned. It's funny you mentioned that because I went back to yoga both days this weekend, mm-hmm. and um, I my yoga mat. Oh, you got, went two days. Yeah, I went Friday and I mean Saturday and Sunday. Excellent. So I well I have three free. Um, it's another another scam kind of. <laughs> I have three free classes, but they end. Uh, they're, they're only good for two weeks and I'm going to be with Dan being here. My buddy Dan's coming oh. in town this week. Yeah. And, um, so I'm not really going to get another weekend to use them. So I, was like, I might as well go two days in a row and try some classes. Yeah. Um, plus I have no social life, so why not? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, You're doing something good for yourself though. But I need, I needed a yo- new yoga mat and my ex, I actually stole, like stole my ex-wife's, um, well, she just, <laughs> she just didn't use, she used to work for Lululemon and she just never really used it anymore. So I started using her, um, Lululemon mat, which is about a hundred bucks and mm-hmm. it got stolen when I was in San Diego or I could have left it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think it's stolen is a better story for my, my own mm-hmm. reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I need to get a new Lululemon mat, but Lululemon mats y'all are like, yeah, they're a hundred bucks. And I'm like, Ugh hundred bucks. Now, what I found out is that Lululemon has a military discount. My buddy ah. Dan is coming into town this weekend and I text him, like, hey, I need you to stop by Lululemon and get me a yoga mat. Oh my God. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you can give it to me as a birthday present and then I'll just mysteriously Venmo you the amount that you paid. <laughs> oh my God. Am I a scammer? Am I a scammer? <laughs> Am I a scammer? You, you are just, you are a scammer and uh, you're this, a like, this makes me this you really makes me wide. feel you hate spending money. I do. You can't I hate spend, stand I hate go money of a dime. You don't have to. I hate money being left on the table. It makes me <laughs> like, there's nothing that makes me more 
outrageously upset than knowing that I didn't get the absolute lowest price on something. It literally will boggle my brain. <laughs> like if I go to a hotel and I find out that somebody else got a lower rate than me, I'll have a terrible time because I'm like, I could have paid less for this place. Mm-hmm. It's probably some kind of OCD something. I don't know. But like, it's just, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. So anyway, there's a lot, obviously you can comment on this story, but um, I, if you ever used a discount, uh, a corporate discount that wasn't yours, and if you ever had to... Um, you ever worked for a rental car company? There's, there's probably got to be somebody in one of those two shoes. So, eight 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 Kramer eight. We'll give the answer on. And then everyone's. I know y'all going to ask me for the code, and I'll give it to you. But I'm going to give it to you when I get back because I really want to see if <laughs> if it works. And I know y'all, y'all going to start DMing me on the side, like, "Hey, what's that code?" No, though? What's everybody's going to be watching TikTok. Yeah, it's true. Just to see if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's that's the latest with all that. All that nonsense. Too funny. Let's do a Maryland Monday. Uh, today I wanted to focus on celebrities that are from Maryland because Ooh. I said my theory is that nobody knows anything about Maryland l- unless you're actually from Maryland and then you may know something about No, then you know everything about it because people in Maryland just love Maryland. I was uh, I was making a joke this weekend about like um, – I feel like Maryland people don't know because, you know, like back in the day, like back in Columbus days, how they feel felt like past the edge of the map must be like the end of the world. You know, I feel like oh, Maryland yeah. people feel <laughs> that way. Like they see the state map and they're like, well, that must be uh, you just fall <laughs> off the edge of the earth after that. Because I feel like nobody ever leaves. Nobody ever goes anywhere. They just love it here. They just stay here. And that's it. So uh, for everybody else, though, you don't know anything about Maryland. You don't. So I tried, I'm tried. i trying to wise everybody. I'm going to go to some celebrities that are from um, that are from Maryland. Kevin Durant, the basketball player, is from here. Oh. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. from here. Harriet Tubman is from here. Uh-huh. Anna Ferris, who's an actress, is from here. Jada Pinkett Smith is from here. James Brown. Mom, we, just, we watched the James Brown movie when you were here. Didn't we know it was did. Maryland. Did you? That's awesome. Yeah, uh, no, Tom, I did not. Tom Clancy's from here, the author. He actually lived in my building. Uh, he's mm. you know, passed away now, but um, mm. he owned like like I have a very small unit here, but he owned four penthouses. Wow! In my building, he literally bought four penthouses and tore them all down, like tore the walls down in between them, oh and then just built one giant unit. I don't know if they ever sold it or not. Wow. Um, I think that's Fred, Frederick Douglass is from here. David Hasselhoff, the actor, oh, Baywatch. Yeah. Yeah, from yeah, here, yeah. Julie Brown, who is from uh, Modern Family, mm-hmm. is from here. Uh, Michael Phelps, another oh, Marylander. Swimmer. Uh-huh. And um, Benji Madden, who's from Green Day. Green Day. Uh, that's just a few. We can stop there. But uh, some that's famous not, Marylanders. That's a nice little repertoire. You may not have known, actually, from mm. the state of Maryland. Mm. Uh, nice. All right, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's kind of funny now that I'm thinking about you being a scammer. Some Kai Green, and it says, you have to think it before you can do it. The mind is what makes it all possible. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. If I think I can save money on a rental car, I will. <laughs> what is it that you're spending your time on thinking about? Spend all my time thinking about deals. Oh, I can tell you so many stories. I can't. I literally, anything I pay retail for, I just get so mad about. So (laughs) mad about. You have no idea the amount of deals and scams I pull off. Like, I just. I don't think I want to know, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Like, am I a bad person? Makes me wonder, like, am I a bad person because of that? I don't know. No. Maybe. You're a bad person. (laughs) Maybe so. Just a little bit crazy person. Yeah, maybe that's. If that's the case. Gail King, also from Maryland, by the way. Um, who? Gail King, who oh, yeah. is Love Oprah's her. best friend, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, yeah, I mean, it's true. Like you gotta, you gotta like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's much commentary that goes with that quote, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you set your mind to something and you can make it happen. That's right. It's true. Just like you did. You spent a whole evening <sighs> trying to figure Hours. out how to. I get so OCD impersonate with Impersonate yourself in order to save 600 bucks. That's a lot of money. <laughs> you, you might ought to wear a suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll in there and flip flops. Like, have a swim uh, bathing suit on. Like, I'm they here. take one look at you. They'd be like, mm. I'm here on business. He doesn't look on. like all the other IBMers that come through here. Web business development <laughs> business. So, all right. Uh, we'll get to our mental health Monday here in a second. Uh, before we do though speaking of mental health um i I gave myself the deadline of of getting back on to better help by the end of the month and that is soon god it's almost Mm -hmm. the end of the month isn't it it's Mm -hmm. crazy um i am um i'm a big big proponent of mental health it's really important and uh you know i had a really hard week last week i'm feeling okay today you know how it goes. Give me a minute. Um, <laughs> I may revert back. Um, no, mental health is super important. And like, if you're not comfortable opening up and figuring out why you're feeling the way you are, you can always go to uh, go to BetterHelp.com and be matched with a therapist or a licensed counselor in less than 24 hours. You guys start communicating. It's great. It's awesome. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You're not going to sit here and read a bunch of books. You're literally going to interact with a a counselor, either video calls. I like the video calls, um, but some people just want to do like a phone call. And it's not really like a – they don't get your phone number, but they call over the app. Uh, I do that sometimes. And uh, you can message constantly. That's the cool thing too is you can message 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you're like in constant contact with your therapist. I love it. The intake survey is awesome because you can really nail down exactly what you're trying to work on. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT, grief, and self-esteem. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're going to start, or they have started recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Also this week, thanks to our friends over at Bub's Naturals. Bub's Naturals is our favorite when it comes to MCT oil and the collagen. Mom, what you been taking the most of recently? The MCT oil or the? MCT powder. My mom actually um, brought some MCT oil powder with her mm-hmm. on vacation. Uh, it was important. You know, it's you brought that and you bought bought. Ev- Every day. Just so you don't, yes, you guys, I don't think we're, we're BSing you. Like this is, we, these are products that we use and we trust and yes. uh, and, and we like it a lot. The Makes collagen's a big difference great though. in the way you feel. No, it does. You know, and, and that's the thing is like, I tell people that like, if you're like, I don't know if this bub's working for me, take a week off and mm-hmm. then come back to it and tell me, tell me if it's not working. You know, that's yeah. really where you, because sometimes you just get used to feeling good and you forget how mm-hmm. like bad feels, you know, and mm-hmm. then. All of a sudden, you're like, boom. Uh, but it's great. The collagen's great for your digestive health. It's great for your uh, your glowing skin, hair, and nails. It is great for your joint health. It's great for your uh, recovery time after working out. There's so many benefits of collagen. And if you're using a different brand right now, switch over to Bubs because it's the most concentrated collagen on the market. So you're going to get the best stuff. So bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com, enter the promo code Kramer to get your 20% off. Make sure you use that on your reorders too. It helps the podcast, but it saves you money as well. So bubsnaturals.com, coupon code is Kramer. I'll never give you anything where you pay retail for it because I hate paying retail. So everything we talk about in the podcast, you always get a discount for. So bubsnaturals.com and the coupon code is Kramer. 
All right, Mental Health Monday here in just a couple seconds. Before we do, high certified fans, two pieces of business. Number one, certified fans, thank you for what you do. Appreciate you so much. Um, we, uh, we we just ask if you are a fan of this podcast, you got a few bucks a month to support it. We really appreciate it. Just, uh, you get a bunch of perks when you join. One of the things that people really dig is um, your whoop whoop on the podcast, your shout out when you join. We do have a new certified fan today. And I'm oh, pumped great. about that. Um, actually, Me I'll play too. her phone call later on. She actually called as well. Uh, we may actually have two. Do we have two new certified fans? Wow. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I think we have two new certified fans. So thank you, by the way. Anyone that's like taking the, mm-hmm. the step over, you know, you're like, ah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I mean, it's, it really does. It's important and it helps the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Um, but I, I'm gonna, I'll play your call later on so you can, you can meet her. But um, Lisa, Lisa to see from Goodyear, Arizona. Listen to me at the old Camel Country days over oh in my. 107.9. Yeah, she's still here, which I mean, that's uh, that's a loyal group over there. The Phoenix group is a is. loyal group. I mean, San Diego, y'all cool. Don't get me wrong. But like those Phoenix mm. listeners, man, y'all are y'all are just diehard. Because I was only wow. there for two years. We only had about two years together. But um, mm. and I really don't feel like we got as in-depth. Like that show was kind of kind of shallow and bitty. There wasn't much personality to that show so the fact that y'all like stuck around anybody that's come mm-hmm. over from phoenix really appreciate it but Get lisa to left know me more to, of you now well yeah this is much more in depth um <laughs> but lisa left me a really super nice message i'm gonna play that later on the show today so um lisa thank you thank you for your kind words thank you for becoming a certified fan thank you for just supporting this podcast and um you know really really like understanding um why this is so important so mm-hmm. thank you so much for you here is your welcome whoop whoop here we go, Lisa. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, you're certified fan number 377. Because I know people like to know their numbers. So 377 right. is Lisa C. Tomorrow I'll introduce you to our new, another new, uh, brand new um, certified fan as well. Also, this week's going to be kind of funky because you're going to get – you're going to get new shows uh, every day for the next couple of weeks until I go to San Diego. I'll be off that week, but then we'll come back for the week after. But this is kind of a weird week because uh, voting for Podcast Magazine. You know, it always ends in like the 10th of the month, but like we're going to be gone. Um, well, it's not not necessarily that we're going to be gone, but you're probably going to be gone. Every every Friday, Thursday, Friday before a holiday, I see a huge dip in podcast numbers. Oh, so, yeah. And then, of course, there's a weekend, a long weekend. And then we get back, I think it's the – um, the six. And so I just, I'm going to start asking you now vote for us for podcast magazine. It's takes two seconds, please, please, please. And like, I know you hear this and it's probably starting to become like wallpaper to you. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I've heard this so many times, but it is important. You can vote every day. Uh, text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And I'll take, I'll shoot you back a link or you can, um, just Google podcast magazine, hot 50, go in the show notes It's there. But if you can do that as many times as you can think about it during the day, if you're bored at work or, you just got a second. You want to support your podcast. Appreciate that so much. And uh, also one last thing is there's a, a, um, a sale going on this week for merch. So get it while you can. Everything's 20% off. Certified fans, you guys are going to get a bonus 10% off. Mm. And so that's one of our biggest sales ever. So if you want to yep. go stock up on merch, this would be the time. Everything's 20% off for everybody. Certified fans, bonus 10%. Check for that coupon code in the Facebook group. Or if you're not in the Facebook group, I'll email you. How about that? So um, fan, uh, merch, M-E-R-C-H, text the word merch to 888-Kramer8. You can also go to our... Um, 
uh, show notes and it's down there. Okay. A lot of business to handle there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, oh, I guess that's it, mom. That's all you got for today, huh? Okay. All right. Am I missing? I just want to say I voted for hot 50 while you were talking about it. It's that oh, fast. Thank you. Yeah, it does. It takes two seconds. It literally, yeah. especially if you've already done it because it's got like the, what is it, like the remembrance, you know, uh-huh. feels like remember yeah. themselves. So you can just uh-huh. click in. It's like, do you want to vote for certified mama's boy? You're like, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's that. So, all yeah. right, mom, that's it. I'm going to get Leah on, but I love you. Okay. Great, honey. Have a great week. Love you forever. Okay. Mental health Monday time with Leah. Leah, by the way, is my therapist friend. She is a good woman and a good therapist, and she has a podcast herself. It's called Not Your Basic Influencers, and you should go check that out. I had a girl ask me on a dating app the other day if I was emotionally available, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, I think so, but I didn't really quite- That's a great direct question, by the way. Yes. If if that was, if there was a clear definition of what that meant, then yeah, um, it would be. But I don't know what in the world that means. So I thought we'd turn to our- Lovely therapist friend Leah over here. Like, what is that? What is that? What does emotional available mean? And I guess not just in terms of dating, but like, does that also apply in marriages too? Or is that an exclusive oh, yeah. dating? I think so. I think it's how are, are you in a place to be a supportive and engaged partner? And what is that? <laughs> how, I mean, like, what does that mean though? Does that, does that make sense? Like what, what, so if I were like, let's all do like a little like checklist right here. Like you can be emotionally available if you like can do this, 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 and this, like, does that mean, cause I just, I didn't even know how to respond. I was like, Oh, uh, I think so. Like I don't I just, have a checklist, but we can create one right now. Let's do um, it. This would be fun. So I, I mean, so I think it's a, uh, well, what would you, okay. Cause you, you, you talk pretty openly about your dating life. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, what would you say for a guy like what if, if a guy were going to be emotionally available, like what qualities would he have when you were talking to him or would he, would he need I, to possess? Yeah, I think that they're a person is ready for a relationship or ready to have a relationship with someone. So like build a relationship, I guess is what I want to say, like in a place where they're ready to develop a relationship with someone. So I think that's like. That's kind of the first and foremost. I think the second part, which again, this could be a completely different different um, Mental Health Monday, is how available are you to this person versus someone else? Mm. Even if you're, even if the relationship's over with your ex or the the marriage, you know, is finalized, mm. it's divorced. Are you still back there? Or and you know, I think there's always going to be that. So basically, if, if you're still talking to your ex, you're not emotionally available. I think it depends. I think because it, it's you know so it's so sticky. If you have kids, or you share finances, or you're mm, even true. friends. Okay. People I've had clients where they're friends with their their exes, but I think if you're like caught up in in their life and in their world, I think that is a different story, right? So like, I think if you're like always kind of thinking about them or even comparing this new person to them, that's not being emotionally avail- available, and that's not mm-hmm. being compared to that person. Well, you know, the one thing I have when it comes to dating right now is like I work constantly. You know, like I literally like, like trying to even plan a time to go out on a date is exhaustive to me because it's literally, I have, I've got about one day, like one night a week where I can do that. And if you're basically, if you're not available on Saturdays and it can't be that late, not that early, like (laughs) it's just not going to happen. Does that make me emotionally unavailable? No, but I would say. Because I can't, I feel like sometimes I put too much of my emotions and my time and everything else into my work to where like, I don't have 
Well, well, I don't. I don't have the time I ahead in San Diego. The avoidance, so we can go into a whole conversation. Oh, we'll break it down then. Okay. So, <laughs> I am also a big. I work a lot. I and I'm trying to have more balance in general, not just for a, a partner or dating, but for like my own sanity. Sure. But I think work can be a really great, productive, and legitimate, like. Uh, excuse for something, uh, right? Like, okay. so I think like you could be like, okay, like I guess I could date, but like actually, I'm really busy with work, and like so, because because essentially we could, I mean, I think both you and I could work 24 hours a day if we really wanted sure. to find sure. something to do. So I think it c- kind of becomes this like avoidance. Maybe we're not even consciously aware of it sometimes, but I think for you it could be because I think if you were truly into someone, and maybe it has to take that, maybe it has to be you finding a solid connection with someone to be willing to be more flexible or like maybe one mm. night get, you know, six hours of sleep versus eight hours of sleep. Not every <laughs> night, but like, no, but really <laughs> like, you know, like, right. Right. So I think it's, I think part of that. Wow. Interesting. But does yeah. that make me emotionally unavailable or that's a completely separate? I think, well, I think there's the avoidance in like, how much are you, cause you have to put in work in a relationship. So I think that's emotional variables. Like, are you, are you willing to put in the work and to be, to be vulnerable to someone and be flexible mm, with someone. Mm. I think that's part of it too, right? And so Sure, like are you are you able to be in a position to where you could get hurt? That's actually a good I never think, think about that either, right? Like yeah. when it comes to Yeah. like I mean, here's the thing with dating is that like you, you you're going to get hurt. Like it's going to mm-hmm. happen, right? Like it's mm-hmm. and it sucks and it's the worst and law. But like if you're not in that if you're not in that ability to open up and that's honestly what i experienced a lot when i was dating before yeah is especially on, on these like apps is that like people just don't want to get hurt and there's it's such a shitty system of um it's it's like um what's the word like a um i don't say an assembly line but like a uh it's just it's just churns like, like, like the dating apps just churn and people in and out in and out in and out and like it's really a shitty thing. ones people don't take it seriously a lot yeah. of times you know yeah. Um, so I can see, but where a lot of people are just like, okay, well, like this is going to end terrible. So like, what's even the point? <laughs> I mean, would you say that that person that comes in with that kind of mindset, would that fall under emotionally you know, I think, available? I think that is, that's being jaded and maybe feeling <clears throat> burnout from dating, which could yeah. be unemotionally available and it could be related to past failed relationships. I think it really, again, like, I think this is all situational. Um, but I do think if you're going into any dating situation and you're just already like, this is going to be shitty. I mean, you're not putting yourself out there. You really aren't being super open, right? Right, right, if right. You go into a date like this is going to be the worst date or it probably will go nowhere or it will end badly. You're putting that energy into it. Sure. You're not going to be as engaged. You're not going to be as present. So I do think that can be like a blocking um, like belief or behavior and can lead to feeling or to being un- unavailable emotionally. Totally. Well, what about when it comes to being in a marriage? So let's take this because obviously yeah. dating, it's like, this is, um, I think cause things change over time. That's what I realized being married for a decade was like, things just change. Like your, your, your partner and as like anything, everything's constantly changing. Right. But, yeah. um, can you become a pl- like in a place where you're not emotionally available in a marriage? Like, does that even happen? Or is like, yeah, all yes, all the time. People could check people check out. Cause and, and, and what what could even lead to something like that? I mean, I, is that too broad of a question? 
I think it's lots of things. I think it's monotony. I think it's putting the kids' needs or like if you have kids, I shouldn't assume, but like, you know, a family, like putting the family's needs first. I think it's worrying about all the other things that come with marriage and family life, which is finances and stability. And you're, a lot of couples will put the relationship like it'll be secondary, which makes sense, but you also still need to work at it. Sure. Relationships take work, not just in dating, but in marriages and long-term relationships. You have to make an effort, especially when things, because when you're in a long-term marriage and you have kids, especially, I'm, I'm just using the kids because it's it's monotonous for the couple because you're really doing everything for the kids. So you don't really have as many opportunities typically, right? To do, to like have new experiences together. Right. So then can you, you could, I mean, would that also be, would you consider checking out? <laughs> yeah. Of a that's marriage, like, the same oh, thing as unavailable, right? Like, so say, as, yeah, like, or say like a, there, there's an argument or there's a point of contention and both people are just like at odds about something. And then someone's just like, well, like it is what it is. Like this is shitty. And then they just kind of just mm-hmm. like, or like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of coasting in the relationship, like almost autopilot. I see right. a lot of couples do that. And I think it's just, I think there's also this weird perception that marriage is just, that's how it is, is that, well, you know, like this is it. <laughs> and then it's right. like, well, that's like, what I, I had to debate yeah. that when, when my marriage started getting bad, like just, I was just like, is this what marriage is? Like there were so many days where I was just like, well, is this what, I mean, we hadn't had sex in years and I was like, is this just what marriage is? We're just like, just basically roommates, you know, I don't know if everyone else goes to that same kind of. Well, mindset as yeah. me, but like, I was just kind of like, what, like, like, what do you accept in a marriage versus, you know, what's, what's quote unquote normal. Well, um, I think the thing is, is like, so it's not just even about the sex is that it's the intimacy, intimacy part of sex, right? right so you're not right. connecting intimately if you're not having sex. And so that's what I would, it's like, again, like sex is like the tip of the iceberg and it's like, what is going underneath that's preventing right. us from connecting in this way. And it could be that both people are checked out. It could be that there's a significant change in who each person is. Right. Cause like, if you get married at like, you know, um, how, when did you get married? Uh, to that, oh, what age? Um, yeah, 26. So like 25 is when your brain stopped developing and then you like are still like early in your career, right? So you're still figuring it out. You're figuring what you're about, what's important to you. And when you experience the meeting new people, whether it's through work or friends, you really kind of come into your own. And so I think really that's why, I mean, I I talked to a lot of clients too about this is we're like kind of normalizing almost divorce. And I know, I know there's still a lot of shame for a lot of people. I haven't been through it, so I can't speak to that, but it's, it's, it makes sense. It's like, it makes sense developmentally where you're at when you get married. If you get married at an earlier age, like early, mid twenties, even sure. late twenties, you're still figuring yourself out. And there's definitely, there's definitely a possibility that the two of you aren't as compatible as you had thought. Right? Sure. That's actually what I realized towards the end of my marriage was like, wow, like we, like I have changed. So I don't, and, and it's hard because I, my perspective is she hadn't changed that much. Like she hadn't grown that much as, as, as a person. I feel like I changed like so much drastically, you know, mm-hmm. uh, than who I was at 25, which I mean, most, and think about it, all of us at 25, mm-hmm. go back to 25. We're like, holy hell. Oh my um, God. You know, <laughs> but you, you got people like my parents though, too. They've been together for 50 years and I'm like, mm-hmm. they somehow figured it out. 
Um, I think it's like I think some people do. I think and some people really believe when like like we're gonna figure this out and like we're gonna you know even if there's a point where we're kind of miserable or we're really unsure we're gonna figure it out. But then you, again, that requires work. I mean, so it either requires work or some people are just like it is. This is this is fine to have a roommate or a companion. Some people right. are okay with that. And so even yeah. if you're not like in love or you're not feeling like connected in that same way when you originally met or originally got married, you might be more willing to just be like you know, this is, this is okay for me. This works yeah. for me to have like just a lifelong pal, you know? Sure. Sure. No, totally. Well, uh, there you go. Leah's got a podcast. It's awesome. You should go listen to it. it it's is. called not your basic influencers. Uh, is it influencer or is it plural? It's influencer. Plural, we are, influence. we are not your, you not are not them. Okay. Got it. There it goes. Yeah. So it's not your basic influencers. I know I butcher our name even, and I always butcher yours, which is not. Yeah. What do you, what do you call mine? I certified calling it like that, that, that certified mama's boy or something. I was like, wait, what? Like, what is that? What does that even mean? No, I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm it's new fine. to this, but it's fine. so I have a podcast with my friend Elise. We're both mental health professionals and it's all things related to mental health. Um, it's really expansive. It's relationships, self-esteem, it's body image, it's self-worth, it's um, understanding how to be a parent or how to understand kids. It's everything. So really, it's just relatable conversations about everything that impacts us and our mental health and our well-being. So check it out. I want to talk to you about something here at the end of the show and see what you think about this. And uh, I was I was sitting here thinking this weekend about the podcast and what really brings me fulfillment and non-fulfillment with it. Because, you know, I was told you I'm having kind of a hard time figuring out where to go and what to do with this whole thing, right? So I was like, what do I really enjoy about it and what do I not enjoy about it? And what do I? here's what I enjoy. I enjoy connecting with you. I enjoy telling stories. I enjoy the 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 banter. I enjoy coming up with the topics and, um, enjoy spending time with my mom on the daily and having like a fun project to do with her. I just really love staying connected to you in a way we've never been able to do before. Like that to me is really super cool because we're, you know, no matter where you are in the country, no matter what happens, we'll always have this spot. You know, I don't know if I see it like a safety net, but like it's a spot, right. That we can always, we can gather no matter what, no matter what city we live in what we believe in. It's like you come here, right? Um, what I Here's what I don't like about it. I don't like the amount of work that goes into it. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? There's something, what can I cut out and really like feel, feel good about? Like, like what can go, what can't go? And I started thinking about the end of the show. And honestly, I really like, I love, I don't mind, I, I enjoy getting on here and recording with my mom every single day the end of the show i just don't love it's a lot of work i mean it's for like for my amount of pleasure it makes me the most unfulfilled like looking up the good news stories <laughs> like i like them it's just work i mean like to me it doesn't bring me the fulfillment that like the rest of the show does and also like the they made me laugh doesn't bring me the same fulfillment as the first part of the podcast so I want to not do them this week and let's see how we feel. But I also want your feedback on that because if you're like, oh my God, I look forward. I look forward to the good news. I do like, here's what I like about it. It ends the show on a positive note. And I, I want it to be like a piece of goodness at the end. That no matter what's going on, if I'm having a bad day or what, like it'll always end really positive with, you know, some good news. It made me laugh and then that's it. 
But if it doesn't mean anything to you, and I'm like putting all this work in for something that doesn't really speak to me as much as the rest of the podcast, um, then what? All right. So give me some feedback on that. Let's just try to not do it this week. And then let's see how you feel about that. And then next week we'll come back and we'll, we'll rearrange. Okay. With that said, I do love you. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow for Ask My Mom. Don't forget to do all the things I told you to do earlier, by the way. <laughs> Vote. Merch. Ah. Hi, Kramer. This is Lisa from Phoenix, Arizona. I just wanted to comment on the show from Friday, and I know you were feeling down. I wanted to tell you, I have been listening to the podcast from day one, and I'm a longtime listener from your days at KMLE here in Phoenix, Arizona. I have been waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect time to become a certified fan when I know it would mean the most. And I really felt like it was my time. After listening to Friday's show, I pulled the trigger and I did it because I love your podcast. I love you and I love Mama Nancy. Keep it up. We love you. We love your content. You're doing great things. Whatever you're going through, we're always here for you, and we love you all the way here in Arizona. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.